Let's talk about intimacy with women. How can a guy build an intimate relationship with a woman? Well, it's complicated. A lot of it depends on really what the guy is after. Some guys want to build intimacy because they want to get more intimate, if you know what I mean. Others genuinely want to be close, but they're not really sure how to go about it. They're not sure what to do. And some guys, no one ever showed them how to get intimate with a woman, how to have a relationship with a woman. Maybe they didn't have a good relationship with their mom, so they didn't learn it that way. Maybe their dad wasn't around, so he couldn't show them by his example with their mom. And so for a lot of guys, they're kind of running blind out in the middle of nowhere. They don't know what to do. They don't know where they're going. And they're like, how do I do this? So if you want to build a solid, intimate relationship with a woman, you got to understand it's not going to happen overnight. It's just not. So it's going to take a couple things from you. It's going to take some work and it's going to take some commitment. It just is. That's the only way you're going to do it. And we're going to talk about that today. We're going to jump in and find out how to build real intimacy with a woman. And don't worry, you can do this. So let's go. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to the Confident Man Podcast. I'm really glad that you joined me today. We are continuing our March in March. It's March Man Month. And what we're doing is we're kind of taking some of the most popular topics. We're creating new content on them. And this one is about relationships. We're doing that. Those have been the most popular ones we've had. So we're going to talk about different aspects of relationships. And today we're talking about three truths to build intimacy with a woman. So let's hit the obvious point in that. When I say intimacy, I'm talking about the depth of relationship. I'm not talking about sex. And we've got to, we've got to differentiate the two. A lot of guys see closeness with a woman as a necessary bridge to cross to get to the sex, to seduce the girl. You know, they say, well, I want to get close to her so she'll have sex with me. Well, the sad thing is a lot of guys don't even have to do that today. Uh, the hard work is kind of taken away. They, they get on an app. They find a hookup, they get together, and the implication on both sides is we're going to have sex. It's just the way it is. And it's kind of sad. And I think we're seeing the devastation of that in our culture. Um, I'm not a fan of the casual sex culture because of what it does to men. I think it makes men lazy. I think it makes them more animalistic. And I don't like what it does to women. It demeans them. It makes a lot of women think that their only value is their sexuality. And we've got to understand today that intimacy isn't sex, okay? People can have sex without being intimate. They're doing it all the time today. And sex without intimacy, it's just an act. But sex with intimacy is a deep connection. And that's really what it's designed for. And that's what we're going to talk about. The best thing you can do for your relationship is to learn how to create an atmosphere of intimacy with a woman. When a man takes the lead in doing that, in establishing intimacy in the relationship, they're going to have better relationships. They're going to have stronger families. Now, I'm not saying this is easy, and I'm not saying it's going to come naturally to you. But the interesting part is the more men do this, the more men take the lead, they're going to see some amazing things happen in their life, in their relationships. So the best tips 
uh, we're going to talk about is the three truths, the three truths of intimacy that I think every man should know. What are they? Well, the first one is that real intimacy comes with commitment. If you want real intimacy, you've got to have commitment. And then commitment demands sacrifice. You know, if you don't sacrifice, there's no commitment. If it doesn't cost you anything, you're not really committed. And then the third thing, sacrifice shows through service. And this is an interesting one because I think this is where men can really shine with how they are and what they do. Okay, the first thing we want to talk about is how real intimacy comes with commitment. Now, what does it mean to be intimate? Well, one of the definitions of intimate is familiarity. Now, this is true, but there's really a whole lot more to it. To be intimate with someone is to be close with them, to really be to really get to know them. You want to be open and honest with them. In other words, it's someone that you take your mask off with and they take their mask off. You know the real selves. You know the real person. To be yourself around them. You don't have to play games. You don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to act. You're yourself. It doesn't mean you take advantage of them or anything like that, but you're both kind of yourselves. And, and the interesting part of that is when you can take your mask off and really get to know someone, that's when you build real intimacy. Now, to be this close, it takes effort. It takes commitment. It takes time. Real intimacy only comes with people who are really committed to each other. That's the, that's the substance of real intimacy. It's that commitment. That's why so many relationships have problems today is people don't commit. Men and women will often hold part of themselves back or kind of hold themselves a little bit. They'll sign a prenup or they'll do things like that beforehand because they're like, hey, just in case. Well, that means they're not fully committed. That means they're not giving all of themselves. And this hurts their ability to dive into true intimacy. I know why they do it. A lot of times they've been hurt. They want to play it safe. I get that. But it's going to keep them from achieving the intimacy that so many people want. So many of them are looking for. And that's what makes marriage so special. Marriage is built, the way marriage is designed is for two people to make a lifelong commitment to each other. You know, and that commitment is the ultimate one someone can make. When you're committing yourself to someone for life, that's a huge commitment. And that's the ultimate commitment. And marriage was designed with that commitment to bring the deepest levels of intimacy for a couple. For them, it wasn't designed to take our fun away. You know, people think, oh, marriage, you know, you'll only be with one person for all of your life. Yes, because with that person, you can go to a deeper level of intimacy. That's what the commitment is done for. And that gives them the ability to have the greatest relationships. Two people who make a lifelong commitment to each other, that's fertile ground for an intimate couple. Now, it doesn't guarantee that, and that's the key. Just because people get married doesn't mean they're going to be intimate. A lot of married people who aren't intimate, they don't really know each other. They're acting, they're playing a game. It doesn't happen automatically, but it can happen. The first step is marriage. Marriage is the first step in that commitment, and that's why marriage is so special. And that's why people should wait till marriage to have sex. That's the optimal thing to do. Because sex is the physical expression of the ultimate commitment. 
men and women give their bodies to each other. And it's designed to be the physical expression of a spiritual union. It represents that. And sex outside of marriage kind of makes it just a physical activity. Now, people say, well, it still feels good. Well, of course, it's designed to feel good. And there's pleasure. But a lot of people, when they just have sex without the commitment, without the the steadiness of marriage, sex becomes very much about themselves. And it becomes very animalistic and pleasure-based rather than spiritual and spirit-based. You know, animals can go into heat. Animals have sex. They do. And they go into that period of heat. Um, they, they go after each other. They do all that. I know some people uh, who live like they're in heat. You may know some people like that too. You may have been a person like that. And that's a very animalistic way to live. You see, we're humans. Now we have drives. We do have sexual drives, very strong sexual drives, but we can control them or we should control them. Just because you have an urge doesn't mean you give in to the urge. And casual sex opens the door for our urges to control us instead of us controlling our urges. And here's the deal. Casual sex can deaden people on the inside to where then they can experience intimacy. They don't know how to commit because they really just kind of go based on their feelings. And without commitment, there's no true intimacy. If two people are not committed to each other, they won't be intimate. You see, you've got to feel that commitment to someone or you won't be able to build. You won't have the trust to build that intimacy. You can be close to people, but you're always going to hold something back. So you won't reach that true intimacy. And you can't go deep with someone if you don't feel committed and you don't feel safe. So here's the deal. If you want true intimacy in a relationship, if you want to understand the depths of intimacy that you can have in a relationship, you have to commit as a man. The second truth we want to talk about is how commitment demands sacrifice. If you make a commitment to someone, sacrifice is just a natural part of that commitment. Any commitment demands sacrifice. And I think we understand that in other areas. Like a lot of times when a sports team wins a championship, the national championship, the Super Bowl, whatever, they talk about their commitment and their sacrifice. A lot of times you'll see an interview with someone just after the game and they say, how how does it feel to win? And they'll talk about how during the off season, we made the sacrifices. We put in the time, we did the hard work to get the payoff of winning the championship. And I think that's something when we watch that, we get that as men, we understand that. If you're committed to something, you're gonna make a sacrifice for it. Well, we understand that, but a lot of times we don't apply that to our relationships. We apply it to other areas. We understand that in business, you know, you gotta put in the long hours, you gotta do the hard work. And again, we understand that with sports teams, we see that, but sometimes we're not willing to make that commitment when it comes to relationships and in other areas too. When you're not really committed to something, you kind of show it by not sacrificing for it. Recently, I flew to South Korea to see my daughter and the flight was long. And when I got on the plane, I looked to my left before I walked back to where my seat was. And on the left was the pods, you know, the, the special class. I, I don't know. I think they called it premier class or one of those fancy words. But it was the ones where people get their own space. They could lay down. They could do all kinds of stuff. 
And it looked really, really nice. And there's that part of me that's like, gosh, I'm jealous. I want to be in those seats. I want to sleep in the pod. I want to have it all to myself. Okay, I said that, but I'm not willing to sacrifice the money that it costs to have that. And that's where my commitment is not really strong because I'm not willing to part with the multiple thousands of dollars that would have cost me to buy that seat instead of my seat, which was way in the back. And so you see, we understand that. I say I'm committed to it. Oh, I'd love to be comfortable on a long flight, but I'm not willing to sacrifice for it. So I'm not really that committed to it because I'm not willing to pay the money. And the thing is that many people go into a relationship saying, hey, I'm committed to you, but they're not really willing to sacrifice for the other person. When a man is still focused on himself, on his career, on all these things, and he doesn't really consider his wife in his thinking and in his plans, he's not really sacrificing. He's not really committed. And this hurts the whole feelings of commitment. His wife will see it. And she's going to hold herself back some because she's going to know he's not thinking about me. He's not sacrificing for me. He's only thinking of himself. And that's where marriage is built with this sacrifice built in. It's right there. The seal of commitment. In most marriage vows, it says what? Forsaking all others. In other words, I'm going to commit myself to you. So I'm going to sacrifice in that I'm not going to go have another wife. I'm not going to be married to someone else. I'm not going to sleep around. I'm going to live with you and for you. And that's a sacrifice. It's a built-in sacrifice, but it shows the commitment because it's a willing sacrifice. And when you're willing to sacrifice, you're showing, hey, I'm committed to you. But a lot of people think that's too much to ask today. You know, what do you mean? We can't do that. And it's, it's funny as you watch it, not really funny, it's sad. You know, marriage is the bedrock of the family. The family is the bedrock of society. And as the family has broken down because marriages have broken down in our society, what are we seeing? We're seeing a lot of brokenness. We're seeing a lot of pain and a lot of people justifying their lack of sacrifice, their lack of commitment. I read an article preparing for this and it was about open marriages. Couples who say, okay, we're married, but we're still going to allow each other to go sleep with other people. What's funny, because the psychiatrist who wrote the article said the most successful open marriages are the ones that have rules about who you, you know, how many times you can sleep with someone and all this other stuff. So it's funny, they brought sacrifice and commitment into an open marriage, and that's what made it a successful open marriage, you know, so they understand it. They're just not willing to stay with the one-to-one. They want to open it up. So they kind of bring their own rules in. Just sounds kind of goofy. And and it just messed up. You know, we were designed to be married to one person. And when we do that and we make that sacrifice to them, then what we're doing is we're opening the ground for the couple to build deeper layers of intimacy, to have wholeness. They can be open and honest in a safe environment. They don't have to worry about their spouse leaving or comparing them to someone else or them running away. You see, commitment without sacrifice, it's just not commitment. It's not real. Making a promise should mean something. And if you're not willing to stand by your promise and sacrifice for it, then your commitment's not firm. And commitment has got to be a part of a couple if they want to achieve intimacy. Now, it's got to come from both sides. 
Both sides have to be committed. Both sides have to be willing to sacrifice. Now, in the dating stages, couples find that, you know, they've got the feeling, the euphoria, the chase is great, and that's a lot of fun. But long-term commitment through the good and the bad times is where real intimacy is developed, where real intimacy is born out. It doesn't happen during the dating time. Anybody can date and be excited about their date. But when a couple stay together long-term, going through the rough times, they develop a resiliency in each other. They go to deeper levels of intimacy and they experience something that dating just can't get you. Casual sex just can't get you. It only happens when there's commitment and when that commitment has been proven through sacrifice. If a man is not willing to sacrifice, he's not willing to commit in anything in his life, whether it be business, sports, but especially relationships. We need men who are willing and able to commit and then to show that commitment by sacrifice. We have to be willing. It's how we stand and live as an example of manhood to the world today. The third truth we want to talk about is how sacrifice shows through service. Men often get a little scared when they see the word sacrifice and service. They do because they, they see it as people maybe trying to control them, taking away their autonomy as men. They've seen the negative side of sacrifice and service when other men have been manipulated by women. You know, we've probably all seen the guy who what we would call the henpecked husband. And we've seen it in movies. A lot of times they're the comic characters in movies and things like that. And there's really a fear of men of, I don't want to be that guy. You know, they look at the character on the screen, they laugh at him and all that. But inside every man, there's that, I don't want to be that guy. And the thing is, without a real way of service, um, you're not going to build that deep level of intimacy. But if you're scared of serving because you're scared of being manipulated, that's going to be a problem. And that's why commitment has to be in there, the commitment on both sides. You know, there are negatives when it comes to serving, when it comes to sacrifice. People have been abused. People will be just because that's human nature. But that doesn't mean you have to give up on it. It doesn't take away from the real fact that service is how we show sacrifice as men. It's how we show we're committed. We serve others. Many men get this at a base level because serving is something we do. You know, men are often not the best at expressing themselves verbally. A lot of men aren't. They've never been shown how. So they, they express themselves by serving. And that's part of it is because men are just action-oriented. We do stuff. And so we, we see serving somebody, sacrificing for serve, you know, to serve them as a way to show them our love, our commitment, and things like that. And, and, and we all get that, and we all love that. Like for me, when I watch a movie and there's a guy in it who sacrifices himself for everybody else, I mean, that gets me. You know, I tear up every time. Like the old movie Armageddon, the Bruce Willis character. If you haven't seen it, skip ahead. I don't want to spoil it for you. But Bruce Willis is willing to give his life to save everybody because the, the boy, the young man who his daughter wants to marry is the one who's going to have to sacrifice. But in the end, Bruce, you know, does this whole thing, puts him back in, and he's the one who sacrifices to save the world. 
And it's a great scene. I'm getting bumps now just thinking about it because it's one of those scenes. You're just like, he was showing the ultimate service by the ultimate sacrifice, giving his life. And there's something about that as men we grab a hold of, we gravitate to. It means something to us because it's how we do it. Service in marriage is how men make that sacrifice. They serve their wife. They serve their family. And men and women sacrifice in a relationship. Both sides should. Both sides should sacrifice. It's not just the man's side. It's the woman's side too. But we're mainly dealing with men here today. So we're going to just hit his side. But when you look at the a great example of that, the Apostle Paul in the book of Ephesians wrote this verse. And even if you don't believe in God, you've got to hear this verse to understand what it means to sacrifice. This is what he says. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she'll be holy and without fault. In the same way, I like that, in the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it, just as Christ cares for the church. You see, Jesus loved the people, the church, so much that he gave his life for her. You know, he sacrificed himself. And, and Paul says that's an example of how we're to be as husbands to our wives. We're to love them so much that we literally give up our lives through service to them. And, and notice the different things Paul talks about there. It talks about, you know, Jesus wanting the church to be the best. And as husbands, you want your wife to be the best she can be. You sacrifice to, to lift her up, to help her, to help her find her giftings, to use them to the best of her ability. You're the biggest cheerleader of, her, of your wife. That's what you should be. That's how you love. That's how you serve her. And you love her as you love your own body. Loving your wife is loving yourself. So when you serve her, you're actually serving yourselves in a way. You're serving your relationship. Because it's an amazing thing. When a man really loves and serves a woman, that woman is going to want to love and serve the man back. It's just the way it is. It's both sides because they feel safe. They feel whole. And when men are willing to serve their wives and their families with this kind of commitment, it really shows it to them. And it opens up the door for more safety, for more intimacy, for a stronger relationship. Because women want to know that you're going to be there for them. They, they've, they're safe with you. They can trust you. And you're giving your all for them. How you serve them is some of the best ways to communicate that. Because they see you're putting action to your words. They know that your commitment is true. When a man walks in that way with a woman, she'll gladly walk in intimacy with him. The love you show will be radiated back to you from your wife. And the key for this, and this is the important part, is you've got to actually know and understand your wife. If you're going to serve her correctly, you can't serve based on your terms. You've got to serve based on what she needs. You have to know her. And that's the interesting part of this. That drives you into deeper levels of intimacy. You say, okay, I want to serve my wife. How do I do that? Well, you've got to find out what she's like. What's her love language? What's her personality? What means something to her? 
You see, this means you pursue her. And so you're going to get closer to her because the more you get to know her, the better you can serve her. So you can see how the design was for us to come together as a couple. You know, and guys get this because you don't want to waste your time serving. Nobody wants to. You know, right now, as I, as I record this, it's spring. And so a lot of schools have spring football practice and they've only got so many practices to get done. So during those practices, they're very focused. They're not wasting time. We've got to get this done. You know, the quarterbacks are doing this. The receivers are doing this on and on and on. What you want to do is understand that in your life as a man, you don't want to waste your service. You want to focus your service. And the way you do that is to understand what is my wife like? What does she need from me? What's a way I can show her love that she receives it? All of those things work to build that level of intimacy. And as we as men, as we take this approach, our wives see that. They see that we're seeking to get close to them. We're seeking to serve them. And they're going to see our sacrifice. They're going to see our commitment. And they're going to see our love. And it's going to make them love us more and give of themselves to us more. And that's where the intimacy grows and becomes very dynamic. You see, a man who effectively learns how to serve his wife is going to build an incredibly deep and rich relationship with her. And the benefit is it's going to make him a better man. He's going to learn things he wouldn't know if he didn't do that, which is going to make him a better man, a better husband, and a better father. And that's the interesting part of it. As you grow in the relationship with your wife, you're going to be a better dad to your kids. And that's how it all works together. So you've got to understand, if you want to sacrifice, you've got to do it by serving. But if you want to serve correctly, you've got to really know the person that you're serving. All right, guys, closing out the show today, we want to remember that the best tips for intimacy is understanding the three truths. If you get these truths into you, you will have a better relationship. Okay, real intimacy comes from commitment. That's the only way to get real intimacy. You've got to be committed. Commitment demands sacrifice. If you want to show your commitment, you've got to sacrifice. And sacrifice shows through service. If you take each of those and begin to apply them into your life, you're going to see a deeper, richer, more intimate relationship with happen. You see, men were designed to be in a relationship with a woman, and they weren't designed that way just for the sex aspect of it. It's not just about the sex. As a man pushes to become more intimate with a woman, he's going to grow as a man. He's going to develop all sides. And we talked about what's going to happen. He'll be a better man, better husband, better father. It's better for society as a whole overall. When men do this, that's the way it was designed. But here's the thing. You cannot expect intimacy to just happen because you want it. You can't go to one conference and say, okay, we're intimate now. You can't do one date with, with your wife and say, we're going to be intimate now. You've got to work and build this truth in the relationship, and it takes place over time. That's where long-term relationships are best, because you can build deeper and deeper levels of intimacy. Now, don't get discouraged. Maybe you've made mistakes in the past. Maybe you did it the wrong way, and you ended up divorced, and you're alone. You can still work to build this in the next relationship. But understand, it starts with you as a man. You've got to be willing to make the commitment. 
You've got to be willing to make the sacrifice and you've got to be willing to serve. But I promise you, if you do this, you won't regret the work. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.